All right, day 19. Day 19. Day 19. Welcome once again to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. A new week, man. We almost finished with Exodus. So this is the second half of Exodus. Last time we talked about the giving of the law, right? So we remember grace preceded the law, right? God sets his people free from Egypt, then gives them the law. And now we have Exodus 21. Yep. And that's an important distinction. Don't ever forget it. Remember, you... If you mess up that order, you mess up Christianity, yes. right? Christianity is not, I fulfill a law, I obey, and therefore God loves me and gives me grace. It's God gives me grace, God loves me, and after salvation, then he gives me the law and tells me how I should live. Yep. And so one of the things, man, I think this is a very underrated section in the Old Testament. We see a lot of truth here, a lot of good gems. And the main thing, man, I think that's very important for this 21 to 24 is man, that God's word can't be understood unless it is properly applied, right? Uh, and so yeah, we see that Exodus 21 through 23 specifically is what we would call the covenant code. So, right, so this is how Israel is to apply those 10 commandments they were just given in 20 right. to their specific social context, to their specific economic context, in their political reality, right? They were a right. one people in one place at one time. And so they apply God's law to their yeah. specific context, right? Yeah, and so that's good because it's not saying that all the things that we're going to read here are like how it should go, right? So it's not saying, all right, uh, here's one through 10, here's the law, right. and now you should have slaves, you should say it all as this concubine, like... Right. <laughs> That's right. This is not how things should go. This is, all right, let's apply this law to what your life is like right now. Yeah. So, so the first thing we see, like right off the bat, we're not, we jumping right into it. It's slavery, uh -huh. right? God mm. gives laws about how his people are to treat slaves. Now, again, this is very, very different from modern day chattel slavery that America, that happened in America and experience of African-Americans, right? So in this day and age, remember, context is king. Context. Yeah. If you don't understand the context, you'll misunderstand the Bible. So we need right. to work hard at understanding the context. In yeah. this context, you voluntarily gave yourself into slavery because of economic reasons, right? And so you pay, once you yeah. paid off your debt, you could be freed. Right. And right. then right. on top of that, it was not based on race or ethnicity. Right, <laughs> at right. all, right? There was yep. that was not a factor. Anybody yep. of any race could be a slave if they chose so so chose to because yeah. of economic reasons to purchase right. freedom. John, I know you got yeah. thoughts about it too. Yeah, no, no, it's good. Like, nor was it for life, and we may do an extra credit one this mm -hmm. week just yeah. so that y'all can uh, grab that. Nor is it for life, right? And this is where look, just a healthy reading of the Bible through the year is so helpful because you stumble on. 21 verse 2 and the first thing that you see is there's a time limit right yeah there's a term <laughs> limit so in the same way uh the president of of the united states now cannot be the president uh for lifetime right he can be it for a maximum of eight years and then he can't be one the very first thing that's set here that should show you the contrast is there's a time limit right that Yep, slaves served for six years, but on the seventh, set them free. This is different from chattel slavery, and we just have to understand. Just because two 
um, things share the same name don't mean that they are the same thing. That's good, there man. are a million Johns in the world, <laughs> but they are not me just because we share the same name. Slavery in the Bible uh, is not the same slavery that America had. And then like to be very specific, verse 16 of chapter 21 says, whoever kidnaps a person must be put to death, whether he sells him or the person is found in his possession. That flies Ooh. right in the face of that is the day. transatlantic slave trade. <laughs> that is so the it. whole thing, the Bible delegitimizes <laughs> that whole system absolutely of slavery. So absolutely, yes. yeah. And then yeah, so God is a God of just justice, man, and like God is yeah. just, and we know that, but we can't point to specific places where we see His justice, especially in the Old Testament. Right. And so when we move to Exodus twenty-two, this is like this was the heart of it, man. I felt I just. Mm my heart was like pulsating because like yeah, you duh. see God's heart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And our hearts have to be aligned with what God's heart is. And God always cares about protecting the vulnerable. Right. right? From the yep. from 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 the beginning of time until now until this to this day. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> to this day. God is about protecting <laughs> the vulnerable. And we see that right. in chapter twenty two. Yeah. 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 So um one of the greatest tools in Bible study that you have is repetition so go back to chapter 22 and i just want you to do this at some point today read through and circle or underline how many times you see the word repayment or restitution mm -hmm. right so god is not just about forgiving people's wrongs god is about making people whole yeah. and over and over That's and good. over you see this concept of restitution 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 god saying don't just say sorry if you stole from somebody make it right make it right make it right right that's what god does and to your point about um caring for the defensive or mm -hmm. the defenseless in 21 god gives some serious words about exploitation right god's gonna get real spicy when it comes to the exploitation yep. of the defenseless so much so that he's like yo if you lend don't charge interest, help somebody out. Like y'all mm. are supposed to be family. Mm. Um, God's gonna go on and on and on. Um, and he's gonna say, yo, don't exploit widows or orphans. Yeah. And what God says is like, if you do that, right? God's like, I'm gonna make your family widows and mm. orphans. And, and so it's like, you just see how much God cares about the, the, uh, defenseless and yes. once again right that's part of what it means to be pro-life the oppressed and the defended or the oppressed must be defended that's god's heart yeah yeah and i think man it will be a good practice bro all throughout the old testament god is going to repeat this and he will even indict his own people for failing right. to do this right right right, right. the poor the yep. foreigner the yep. widow the yep. fatherless right god yeah. cares mm. about the vulnerable yeah, amen. Yep, go ahead. Nah, 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 that's all I have, though. I was yeah. like, yo, yeah. nah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, and then Exodus 23, right? Exodus yeah. 23, we come to God saying, yo, all right, remember what I did for you, right? Remember mm. what I did. You guys are out yeah. of bondage. Now remember, right? So right. I want you guys, again, we need a better theology of celebration to right. celebrate these festivals. That's right? good. The Festival of Unleavened Bread, the Festival of Harvest, which is also known as the Festival of Weeks or Pentecost, which, yeah. which is crazy. 
and then the yeah. festival of ingathering. All of these right. festivals, in some way or another, point back to what happened, right? right. At the at earlier in Exodus, with the redemption that God provided, and He's saying, Amen. even when you get to the promised land, right? I know you're gonna be in the wilderness, but even when you get to the promised land, do not forget what I did. Right. Yep. Yeah. And one of the ways that we remember God is constantly going to draw them. Look to the Sabbath, Exodus twenty three twelve, and what you see is the Sabbath, that day of rest. God is like, don't work on that day. Right. Mm-hmm. That there is a day of the week. That we are to rest and to reflect and to be reminded, you don't keep yourselves alive by your work. <laughs> you didn't experience freedom by your work. And again, back to the slaves, God's like, yo, this day of rest, it's not just for y'all, it's for those that y'all have as slaves as well. Everybody is to be refreshed and remember that it is God that keeps you alive. Yep. And then. Yeah, like that's that's so good. And then in Exodus 24, it's this kind of weird passage, right, where right. Moses brings about this covenant ceremony, right, with the people of God. So he gets the laws that um, God have, has given, takes them, writes them on the stone tablets, the Ten Commandments, right? And he comes right. down to the people and he starts sprinkling blood on them, right? Mm. So it seems weird, but the New Testament will shed light in that commentary and say, yo, the old covenant was inaugurated with blood. All God is trying to say is this. Guys, I made a covenant with you. I made a relationship. It is legal. It is a binding oath, right? Basically, I'm putting this blood on you that, yo, if you break this covenant, someone has to die. Someone has to Uh, pay for it, right? And so remember, guys, remember Abraham. Abraham had the the unblemished animals cut them, right? The blood came and fire walked through. Remember Adam and Eve, right? They sinned, God killed an animal, and they were covered with skins, right? Same thing over and over and over. When God makes a covenant with someone, it is a legal, it is a legal relationship. And so what we see is, hey, we know the Israelites, right? (laughs) They mess it up. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They mess it up, right? And so God says, yo, if you mess it up, I'm putting this blood on you because your blood is on the line. And do you know who the perfect Israelite comes Amen. And takes the sin of his people, right? Yeah. Who takes the punishment for breaking the covenant. Mm. He comes and dies a death, even though he kept all the Ten Commandments. Right. Even though he kept all of these laws about caring for the widow, the foreigner, the poor. Go see, go read Luke when you get some time. Right, right. right. Who, who, who care, who did everything this text says to do in uh. place of us. Right. Dies in place of us because we did none of it. We can't we can't fulfill any of this perfectly. Yeah. Right. Amen. And so God, we see the grace of God here so much, man, where Christ yeah. comes and takes the punishment for the covenant that God put in place. Amen. And if that's not enough to get you celebrating today, come on, man. Nothing else will. Celebration is a reflex of the soul as we reflect on what God has done for us. Uh God saved this group of people gave them the law. These people failed to keep the law Mm. and God comes through once again, uncoerced and saves them without them lifting a finger so we can rejoice. So spend this Monday morning rejoicing in the greatness of God. Amen. Uh, We'll see y'all tomorrow.